Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We start today with the NBA All-Star Game where Team LeBron beat Team Giannis 178-164 in Charlotte last night. Kevin Durant was named the game's MVP. So, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on what we saw last night in Charlotte? Well, I won. I lost my total bet. Let's start there. I mean, the real priority, you know, the old saying is it's funny when someone breaks their leg and it's sad when I stub my toe. So had a loser on that one, but boy, the total. We talked about how the over-under points moved drastically, opened up at 327, got bet down, down, down. Even some people coming back from Valentine's Day kept betting it down, 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 down to 311. Now think about that, 327. All the way to 311. And then the limits go up. People say, ooh, maybe an overreaction. Bet up to 316. So still well down from the open, but late money on the over. And it went way, way over. And boy, another example, I think, of how do we want to explain this? It's demoralizing. Because what was the assumption on the under? The assumption was, oh, they're picking up teams, pride's on the line. I get this is their one game in six or seven days. Maybe they could play some defense for 48 minutes. Well, they did it one year. <laughs> Lo and behold, it was too much. Don't Hey, don't ask us to actually do that a second straight year. And until late in the game, not much defense 
way over the total. Steve Fezzik in studio, you are an NBA originator. Your bets come from your expertise. You think the three-pointers we saw are very telling. Yes, it was raining threes in the All-Star game. RJ, 62 for 167 for both teams. 61%. 62 th- three attempts or no, make? makes? 167 makes. attempts. Think about this. They're making like one and a half threes every minute of playing time. Back and forth, up and down the court. Over 60% of the shots taken were three-point shots. Let's put this in perspective. Last year's All-Star game... Only 50% of the shots were taken from three. And during the regular season, 35% of the shots taken are from three. Okay, so a lot of numbers. So let's just go through those numbers one more time. Yeah, so in the All-Star game, 61% of the shots taken. All right, so of every shot taken, over 60% three-point land yesterday's game. Yes. All right, continue. Last year's All-Star game, half the shots okay. from three. So in theory, more defense, more intensity. Yes, and during the regular season, only 35%. All right, so over 60 in this one game without the defense because it was too much to ask for a second year in a row, and then 35% normally a little more than one out of three. Now, when we were thinking about this topic, I thought, huh, there must be a correlation between defense or the lack thereof and attempts at three. So he looked and said, okay, what's the regular season this year? You mentioned 35% of attempts from three. Well, what about last year's playoffs? Because playoffs are where the games matter most. You can be eliminated. That's where the defense is supposed to be. Well, there was actually more threes percentage-wise taken in the playoffs last year, 35.6% versus 35. So a smidge more, but still more. So, wow, so if it's not defense, what is it? Well, maybe it's just this macro progression where it's just going to be more and more and more threes. Now, you can make the case maybe the winning teams, the smarter teams, the Golden States, the Houstons, they're at the forefront of this revolution, this direction of more threes, and thus in the playoffs, there's more of those smart teams So I think defense, to some degree, is going to limit the number of threes. But, boy, the propensity to shoot a three, the the desire for those winning teams, those advanced analytical teams, is to shoot a bunch of threes. Exactly right. And the poster child, RJ, this year has been the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks are great. They're number one in the East right now. How did they get so good? Well, this year they're taking the second most threes in the NBA under Budenholzer. Last year, they were a below average in terms of the rate of threes taken. Completely different offensive uh, strategy for Milwaukee, and it has paid off big. So what you're saying is the coach last year had an old-school mentality. We can still remember some would say, at least he's in the debate, the greatest coach of all time, Phil Jackson. I wouldn't put him as the greatest, but he's in the conversation. I mean, he doesn't have enough hands (laughs) For all his rings, he's got to wear them on chains, on his toes. But what was one of the problems with the Knicks? He, he, he wanted to play the triangle. He wanted that old-school basketball. Jason Kidd, who is supposedly rumored to be one of the leaders potentially for the Lakers, also you know is 
signed with Milwaukee, didn't like the three. So what you're saying fundamentally, Steve Fezzik, and I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas talking about the aftermath. What did we learn from the NBA All-Star game? You're saying it's not just, oh, the league's moving that direction. You can, you can look at a team like the Milwaukee Bucks and say, really, what's changed between last year and this year? Giannis a year older at his age. That's a good thing. But otherwise, what's really changed? Now, setting aside the inclination, propensity to shoot threes. Anything else? I think that that is it. And I think a lot of the players were not encouraged to take threes two years ago, last year, and this year. That has become a complete point of emphasis. And it can really be uh, very instructive. The idea of, you know, we always talk about, you know, some guys out there, Elon Musk talks about it. If you want to have your mind blown, check out Elon Musk on YouTube, Elon Musk, the simulation. And there's uh, a long, there's probably multiple ones where he believes, or at least he thinks there's a high possibility that we're, we're living in a computer simulation, that we're, none of us are alive. There is no mansion and yacht in this, in this <laughs> simulation, that it's all some computer that eventually a society before us got so intelligent that we're like a game that they're observing. Almost like the Truman Show kind of thing. But we're not even alive. We're, we're an algorithm, right? So I don't know about all that. <laughs> but in the simulation, the theory is, oh, okay, we could create a little sub-simulation where Milwaukee this year, same players, doesn't shoot as many threes. And what we're saying is, well, since there hasn't really been that much difference between these two teams, last year's Milwaukee team and this year, but one – this year's are shooting a bunch of threes, and you consider Milwaukee to now be great is probably another sign that the three-point shooting is the most efficient. And Milwaukee copied off of Houston, who had the best record last year, and I expect teams going forward are now going to copy off of Houston and Milwaukee. We're just going to see more three-point shooting. Right out of Vegas! Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Pregame.com's info and research did a little something, and, and this is what we checked out. Here's the last three years, counting this year, of Westbrook's stat line. Now, I think it's important to realize that the quote today from Carlin on The Herd was, Westbrook is a shell of himself, a shell of a player. Okay, that's the assumption, the assertion from Colin Cowherd. Now, three years ago, Westbrook, 31 points, 10.7 rebounds, 10.4 assists. Okay, so the first triple-double averaged in a season since Oscar Robinson when JFK was president. 1961-62. Okay, we could say, oh, the pace of the game is faster. There's been many times throughout those decades and decades and decades the pace of the game was faster than it was a couple years ago. All right, so the first ever. And what happens? The league acknowledges. They say, wowza, you win the MVP. That is the best anyone can imagine. Okay, the next year... The stat line, 25 points. Now, this is last year. 10.1 rebounds, 10.3 assists. 
Okay. So down in points about, well, six and a half or so, and down a little bit on the other ones. But now, the second time since JFK was president, Oscar Robinson, someone averages a triple-double. Oh, by the way, no other player in the NBA in either year averaged a triple-double. This isn't one of those NFL, you know, oh, for 4,000 yards, first player for that team. Yeah, but nine other people have done it this year, too. It's a fundamental change in the game. Well, no one else is doing it. Oh, by the way, who is the player that people say, well, he can't really shoot all that well, but boy, the other things. Ooh, Ben Simmons. Okay, Ben Simmons this year, 16 points, 9 rebounds, 7.9 assists. Okay, now, this year, the year that Westbrook is a shell of himself, to quote Colin Cowherd, almost 22 points, 11.2 rebounds, 11.2 assists. So a couple things here. One, Westbrook has this year almost six more points a game than Simmons, over two more rebounds a game, and over three more assists a game. But Ben Simmons is what? Where, where's Ben Simmons today? Not potential Steve Fezzik, NFL and NBA expert, but today, where's Ben Simmons at? On your list. He is borderline top 20. Okay. And now you say, okay, imagine a player. Close your eyes unless you're driving. Imagine that you have that Ben Simmons, but this player has more than five points a game more, more than three or two rebounds a game more, and more than three assists a game more. But that guy, (laughs) he's a shell, a shell of himself. Now, I get it. I get that you watch the games and it feels like there's some selfishness. I also get the fact that it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it, it, it's, it's not rude. It just is something people don't react well to if you seem to be, as a player, even aware of stats, even cognizant of stats. Like, in a way, we want the stats as fans to matter to us but we don't want the it to, the stats to matter to them. Remember the sack record and Brett Favre and he went down. That felt, oh, it soiled it, right? So if Westbrook is saying, oh, I've got a triple-double streak, get me the ball late because, well, I'm going to get you the ball because I need an assist. It feels, you know, un, un, unclean in a way. I'll accept that. I'll also accept that he's shooting a lot of shots and his efficiency shooting the ball isn't great. And if somehow Westbrook took 20 or 30% less shots and averaged 15 or 16 points, but still averaged over 11 rebounds and assists, then he probably would be a more efficient player. But this guy is on pace to do something three times that hasn't been done in 50-plus years by anybody else. Think about that. And this is supposed to be the triple-double stat line is what made Magic Johnson Magic Johnson. A lot of youngsters might not remember. There was a time triple-doubles weren't even counted. And then Magic started having them, and some genius, and I mean that 
literally, with no sarcasm, said, oh, this would be a cool name, a triple-double. I messed around and got a triple-double. And why? Because it said you can do it all. There's nothing you can't do. But somehow, some way, a, a, a stat, which is supposed to be a sign of an all-around player, that this player is achieving, Russell Westbrook, Collins' nemesis, is achieving on pace for the third straight year a triple-double average that no one's done in 50-plus years. Now, I'm going to open it up to questions. Jonas, Brad, Fezzik, the people from Canada, I don't care. Someone make this case. Someone even defend in any way how Westbrook can get anything that's worse than, wow, that's amazing, but. Like, if someone wants to say that's amazing, but... And the butt doesn't completely mitigate the that's amazing part. I'm okay with that. But you got to start with that's amazing. Jonas, thoughts? Uh, Listen, the triple-double, the streak, the fact that he averaged a triple-double is... No, no, he didn't average a triple-double. He averaged a triple-double, then he averaged a triple-double, and now he's averaging a triple-double. Yeah, and and the fact that he's doing that, you can try and knock it down a peg by saying, well, you know, they're letting him get a rebound here or there. He really cares about it. Regardless, that is a a tough-as-hell task to do. The fact that he's done it multiple years in a row and on pace to do it again is amazing to me. So I don't understand all of the criticism. And, and we don't even have to abstractly think it's tough, right? Like if someone's never done the clean and jerk lift and we say, wow, you know, maybe 500 pounds would be a lot and we can guess and then we see someone who looks really big and he does it, we could say, yeah, that was probably an accomplishment. No, when... Bannister broke the four-minute mile. Through the history of mankind, no one broke the four-minute mile. Then someone did. Objectively, that was one of a kind. Yeah. And the idea that it's been 50-plus years, and now someone's done it not once, not twice, but on pace for a third time, we don't even have to make it an abstract, that's amazing. It's unparalleled. What Russell Westbrook is doing is unparalleled. And I think it's making Westbrook a much better player, this emphasis on getting assists. Think about this. He knows he's going to get 10 points. The hard part is getting the 10 rebounds and the 10 assists. What was the criticism of Westbrook a few years back when he was averaging over 30 points? He's a ball hog. He shoots too much. Now he wants to keep the triple doubles going, but that means he's looking to set his teammates up. Fezzik, that is a great point because you could say just thinking about the stats at all is a distraction, but if the stats that are the more difficult to come by, rebounds and assists, are the ones that you might be thinking more about, maybe that's not a bad thing. And we talked about it a couple of times last week when Westbrook has a triple double. They win the games almost double as much, Oklahoma City, than when he doesn't. Any thoughts, Brad? Yeah, 76% of the time is how often they win when he gets a triple-double. It's less than 50 when they when he doesn't get a triple-double. Obviously, Westbrook getting these is good for the team. And the fact that his shooting percentages have gone down and he is struggling shooting the ball, you cannot deny that, but that he's still producing in those other areas. There's so many players out there throughout the history of sports that if they're not getting their points, they'll melt down and just call it a day anywhere else on the court. He's not. He's still putting up numbers everywhere else, even though he's struggling from the field. The reality is talk radio is built for simplicity. It's built for bombast 
But the fact of the matter is, you can have fun, you can have some bombast, but if it's wrong, what's the point of any of it? And anyone who's not starting with Westbrook's doing something and has done something amazing, I think it's plain wrong. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.